Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, not too much going on in Yankee land, but actually just want to make some remarks on, of course, Aroldis Chapman uh, signing with the Kansas City Royals. Of course, we knew he wasn't going to come back with the Yankees. He was kind of floating around out there, and supposedly uh, you know, the Padres were kicking the tires on him. Uh, the Marlins were kicking the tires on him. Possibly even Tampa was kicking the tires on him, but he ends up with the Kansas City Royals. A little surprising there on a one-year deal for 3.75, so... You know, obviously, you figured, you know, with his stuff, you know, he was going to get, he was going to end up somewhere. Obviously, the way he kind of deserted the team there, because he was probably not happy. He was probably not going to be included on the postseason roster. So, yeah, we didn't know the whole story. Didn't show up to the workouts before the division a series there. And, of course, Cashman and Boone said this basically don't bother showing up anymore. And that was the end of that with him. And whatever. Again, I don't think he was going to be on the postseason roster anyway. So, didn't end nicely, but kind of just wanted to kind of look back on this episode. And it's kind of maybe just kind of, you know, now that some of the dust has settled and he's gone, you kind of just look back on Aroldis Chapman. And if you want to look at his tenure with the Yankees, you know, you got to say mostly it was a positive thing. You got to look at it with some fondness. Now there were some bad moments there, of course, uh, a couple of really bad moments in the playoffs. But overall, um, you know, again, I think he was a pretty good Yankee. So we'll kind of take a look back on the, uh, you know, the seven years that Aroldis was here. I guess six and a half technically got traded in 2016. But nevertheless, so this will be the Aroldis Chapman, you know, thank you for the memories episode. So um, but before we get started, make sure you sign up for this podcast. So wherever you listen to it right now, hit the subscribe button, like button and get notified. New content comes up again. It's exclusive for people who subscribe to this podcast. So whether, you know, you might see me on YouTube, on some local NYC stations, whatnot. But, you know, if you want to get these uh, little exclusive tidbits and whatnots, uh, you have to be uh, a subscriber to this specific audio-only podcast. I just got the specific out. Anyway, so Aroldis Chapman, uh, again, no longer Yankee with the uh, Royals now. And for the Royals, I don't know, I guess, you know, you're only paying a little less under $4 million for the guy. And it's only one year. So, you know, they're a rebuilding team. It's not like, you know, they got a shot for the playoffs there in the AL Central. This is a situation where, all right, hopefully we'll just have someone competent. Not to blow games, which, you know, of course, he's going to blow games. I mean, 34 years old, um, you know, doesn't have the 103 mile per hour fastball anymore. But still, you know, if you get up there, 98, 99 should be effective enough. And again, just probably with him, he's this herky jerky with his motion and whatever. His mechanics, really, the past two seasons for the Yankees has really got out of whack bad. And again, they were never really able to rectify him there. Uh, that was kind of his downfall there. And of course, it's the, you know, his attitude on the way out just wasn't that good. And plus, we had, you know, the incident with the tattoo. Uh, getting a tattoo on his leg mid-season, they end up getting a, a bacterial infection. They had to put him on the IL for a while, and it's like, dude, you're a pitcher, and you, you know, like, what are you doing? You know, can you wait for the offseason to get your tattoo? You know, so again, not not sometimes not the brightest bulb. You know, a couple of situations there, but nevertheless, he's now with the Royals, but with the Yankees. Now, you know, he came aboard, you know, before the 2016 season, and Yankees kind of got him, you know, kind of a, in, a, in a steal of a deal. Now he had some. Off the field issues with the girlfriend, I believe um, Cincinnati traded him to the Dodgers, and the Dodgers had him, but uh, they really didn't want to use him because, again, around this time, there's allegations that he had some domestic dispute with the girlfriend, and supposedly something where, like, he fired a shotgun kind of close to her head, but, like, shot out a garage window or something. It was something of that nature. Uh, nevertheless, I guess Cashman looked it over uh, and said, hey, well, you know, whatever, we feel that he's kind of, you know, made his men's whatever. Um, you know, if this happened like last year or like in these times, probably like a Trevor Bauer situation, probably maybe he'd be out of baseball, but he just happened to do it at a time when I guess for that type of sin, I guess there was enough forgiveness. So, you know, Cashman basically got him for like a bag of balls. So, I mean, for the Yankees and Cashman, it was a great deal. The Yankees basically gave up nothing. You get, you know, probably at the time, one of the best closers in the game. So it was a steal of a deal for the Yankees. Came in 2016, of course, you know, um, no kind of whatever off the field problems he had seemed like put that aside. You know, there's really no problems there. 
I was pitching, you know, and for the Yankees, it was kind of exciting. He would come out and they would have like the, the music and the flames on the, the jumbotron when he would come out there and he was throwing like 103, 104 miles per hour, oohs and ahs. So, you know, he did his time. Uh, you know, he's, he was very serviceable there the first year with the Yankees, but unfortunately the team itself, the 2016 team, a little older there and, you know, and obviously didn't get off to a good start then. Of course, that's the, the year uh, Cashman started to, you know, trade away all the veterans like that. Obviously, he got rid of, um, you know, people like Beltron they had. Um, you know, and other veterans just kind of unload uh, to some other teams. They were kind of, kind of, you know, look it up to bring up the baby bombers. And of course, when those players to get shipped out was Aroldis Chapman, just because he would have a high trade value. So I ended up shipping him to the Chicago Cubs. And in coming back in that deal uh, was Glabar Torres. So you know, got it for Cashman at the time. I didn't think that was a great move because I'd rather have someone who's like major league ready, like maybe like a Kyle Schwab or something like that. But nevertheless, long term, you know, Glabar turned out to be a good move, and he was actually the top prospect in the Cubs system. So, and then sending Chapman to the Cubs pretty much sealed, you know, helped almost seal the World Series deal for them. And he did, uh, even though, you know, Chapman did give up a big home run to Roger Davis. Uh, I believe it was game six of that series, but the Cubs ultimately did win in seven. So, Raldo's Chapman did get his ring there with the Chicago Cubs. But, you know, when he did leave the Yankees, he did express interest that, hey, I would like to come back here. Uh, so, he kind of, always kind of wanted to be a Yankee. You know, you can't really fault the guy in that. You know, a lot of fans, like, want to push people out of town and stuff like that. But here's a guy who actually wanted to be a Yankee. Uh, so... Uh, the Yankees did sign him the, at offseason that year. It was a five-year deal now. It was a five-year deal, but he was able to opt out after uh, the third year, I believe. Now, it's something he never did. And so, you know, whatever faults you want to have with Chapman, again, even though he, he didn't handle his, you know, final couple of months in pinstripes, overall, he always wanted to be a Yankee. He always wanted to stay here. He never opt, opted out. And there's, you know, again, verbally, he always expressed interest in being here, wanted to be here. So, again, you know, it's something you have to at least appreciate uh, if you're a fan. Uh, so they did come back with the Yankees in 2017. Of course, that was the surprise. They get by Cleveland, who, again, the Yankees weren't supposed to win that series in the divisional game. And it was Chapman on the mound game five, closing that out. So, look, you want to fault him for some of the postseason woes he had. But he did, you know, he did close out that game five there on the road in Cleveland and, and upset, again, the, at the time, Cleveland Indians. Now they're the Guardians. So, you know, that's a feather in the cap for Chapman. You can't really take it away, you know, take that away from him. And then from there, um, you know, kind of on and off. Uh, but over, again, overall, I got to say, you know, being in the shadows of the likes of Mariano Rivera, it's not easy. You know, I know David Robinson was a bit of a stopgap there in the middle between Moe and Chapman, but still you're always in, you know, Mariano's shadow there. And again, overall, if you want to look at his numbers and everything, he did pretty well. So you really can't fault him there. Six and a half seasons as a Yankee, put up a 24 and 14 record. Good ERA, 2.94, you know, under three. And, you know, you know, you'd like your closer to be a little, you know, closer to two, but Again, he did have a lot of blowups as well that probably you know inflated that number, but nevertheless, two point nine four, not not bad, and uh, one hundred fifty three saves overall, not not too shabby. That's about you know if you want to do the math there, about thirty five per season, pretty good. Pitched a two hundred and ninety four point one innings, and in that got four hundred and fifty three strikeouts. So you're averaging almost about two strikeouts per inning. Again, pretty impressive. And three times he represented the Yankees in the, in the All Star game. So. Again, that body work, you got to say it's pretty good. Uh, so, you know, whatever you want to say with Chapman, again, didn't end well. And, of course, he had a few blowups on the mound. You know, in terms of the postseason, the only way to really get him for is I think there was one in ta- the, the Tampa one. He gave up that, that three-run home run. Again, the name slipped me, unfortunately, uh, there in that, in that game five. Uh, gave up a big three-run home run to kind of put the game out of the way. But the Yankees were kind of at the last legs at that point. Again, the bullpen was kind of short. It was Green, Britton, and Chapman. And they had to bring in Britain early, and that, which means they had to bring Chapman early. And again, I just think that Yankee team was just overmatched by Tampa anyway. So yeah, he did give up a, a big crucial home run late, but 
I really can't put that on him. I mean, this more that the, 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 that was more just the Yankee hitters came up with zilch and it was completely shut down by Tampa. Yeah, Chapman was part of the fault there, but I don't put that on him. And then even um, you know the year before that, the Altuve home run. That's the game where DJ LeMayo tied it up at two two. Uh, but the Yankees had going extra innings there, and the fact that the Yankees were in extra innings in, in Houston and that's just that the game, Yankees weren't going to win that game. The only shot they had with winning that game is they needed to take the lead in the ninth inning there. Tying it wasn't good enough. Once they went to extra innings, it was just a mad time when Yusuf was going to scratch one, one across. And, of course, Chapman there, down 3-0 to Altuve. You know, he was going to throw a cookie in there. And then, you know, obviously Altuve uh, launched it. And, of course, we don't know the allegations. Of course, that was the, the spy gate or whatever. The, I forgot what gate that was. I guess there was a buzzer gate. Uh, was supposedly uh, Houston was uh, checking out the Yankee catches, the, the what pitches going to throw, and basically saw that you know sliders were coming in, so it's Altuve laid, laid it off, and they kind of maybe buzzed in the chest when a fastball was coming in. Of course, threw in there the three zero cookie fastball, and of course Altuve hit it for a game winning home run. So yeah, he served the home run, but very good chance there cheating was involved. So can't totally put that on Chapman there, uh, and of course. Uh, 2021 Chapman, you know, this was a non-factor. That was the, the game Yankees went up to Fenway. That was the one game wild card and the Yankees lost 2-0. Again, yeah, Chapman wasn't even involved in that game, so you can't blame him there. And of course, this past postseason, Chapman wasn't even available uh, for his own doing. And I can't see a, a situation where if Yankees had Chapman, they would be able to beat the Houston Astros. So it doesn't make a difference anyway. Uh, so, you know, again, didn't end it great. But if you want to look back at Chapman, hey, you know, overall, regular season-wise, he did have some blows, but overall, in the shadow, Mario Navarro did a pretty decent job. Did add some excitement, especially the first couple of years where he would come out with the music and, you know, the flames on the Jumbotron and, you know, throwing 100, 203 miles per hour, everyone ooh and ahhing. You know, usually the you know the bottom of the ninth or top of the ninth at Yankee Stadium, a lot of people start shuffling out to beat the, beat the traffic. People would actually stay just to watch him throw triple digits. So, you know, he added some excitement. And again, he did express interest in like being a Yankee. So, you know, even though the NL, you got to appreciate that. So, you know, I'll mostly say good things about Chapman. I think his time here was successful overall. Uh, I don't want to say anything bad about him. When he comes back to Yankee Stadium, will he get booed a little bit? Probably, just the way it is. But, you know, I think overall, I'll say, you know, Cashman bringing, here, bringing him here, then signing him, you know, again, uh, the start of the 2017 season. I think those are all good moves. And then he did, for the most part, hold down the closer role for the Yankees. And that's a role that gets very important in New York, especially. If you have a closer that's blown games and blown too many games, that's just the thing that drives the fans the worst, the craziest, you know, in, the, in all sports. So I would say, you know, good things about Chapman. Kudos. And now he'll be on with the Royals. And again, since the Royals aren't going to go to the postseason, it's probably a situation where they're just looking for him to have a good first half, you know, pitch well, you know, up to the trade deadline and then unload them from some prospects. Because right now they're in a rebuild mode. So they're going to be looking for some good prospects. And so if Chapman can impress, maybe ends up, you know, somewhere. Hey, who knows? Maybe comes back in the Yankee uniform. You never know. So um, so that's the episode. It's the Aroldis the Chapman episode. Throw him some roses. and uh, But, uh, you know, hopefully when we face him, hopefully we, uh, he blows the game, you know, against us when we face him. So make sure you subscribe to get more uh, content coming up. And just a few weeks away from pitches and catches. So we have a lot more to talk about. Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Catch you next time.